I started to record just so you know. <laughs> you did? Yeah. When I was yelling at the dog? I don't know if that came with me. <laughs> but... <clears throat> Can you hear the bees buzzing? Oh, that would be cool. I heard them. Yeah. We're, we're just trying to get all the background noise away. And we're sitting in in an island in Roslagen Hotel uh, called Singe. And now Greg is pouring up a beer, actually. No, it's not. It's Ipa. It's Ipa. Oh, yeah. That's true. Can I have some? Yeah, yeah sure. Hold on. Let me get that for you. Um, oh, the mic got some, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh! At the computer. Oh, the computer. <laughs> okay, so this is... You just get right into your life right now. It's summer. And... And my dog is barking in the background because his uh, rightful owner, it's our dog, but he's slightly attached to, to Jenny, my wife. Yeah. And he gets like a separation anxiety whenever she leaves. Oh, and now, they've, now they've left to go for a swim, right? Yeah. And he's got anxiety because he feels like he's just been left. Oh, now my daughter, Vilda, took him. Mm. Right now he feels better, I think. Hope we can think about something else. Hey, we have occasion. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Here. Beer. Can you hear the wind? Yeah. I hope you guys can hear it, but that is not too annoyed because we're sitting here outside. We have the sea 10 meters from, from the table. Hang on, I'm just going to wipe this off the microphone. You might hear mm. that. Oh. <sighs> and the title of this episode is Vacay Every Day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think. Yeah. That's a good one. Carl has a shirt. King Carl, that is. He's got a shirt that says Vacay Every Day, and that's where I got the idea for the title. But anyway, for us, it's that rest is yours. Oh, the rest? Yeah, the rest is yours. Oh, thank you. So we're going to vacate every day. So here we are in a very beautiful place, very beautiful part of the world called Singa. Yeah. You are fortunate to call this your home away from home. Yeah, yeah. My, my mother-in-law lives here on this island uh, every day of the year. And my wife... And I, it's my wife, of course, mm -hmm. have a small cottage here in uh, in this same, or what do you say, in in the lawn of my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, like on the same yard, huh? It's, yeah, it's kind of a pretty interesting that you can actually have. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the gain down on this because I'm playing with the sound all the time. Yeah, Let's see if that gets better. Maybe that's better. Maybe not. Maybe that's too soft. Hey, what do you people think out there? Do you hear anything? You have the... Yeah, I'm turning the game down. I'm like playing with it. Can so. you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Ah, cool. I turn it. You got to hear the bee. I'm sure you guys are hearing the bees buzzing by. It's awesome. They're the wasps. <laughs> it's a lot of them. Yeah. Because we just have like... What do you call it? Soft. The yeah. lemonade. Yeah. 
and beer and we had some chocolate and we needed some salty nuts and the bees or the wasp they feels like they loves it absolutely for sure they do and i mean just for everybody you know you probably saw the the instagram post that we put out which oh. pretty much is you eating chips and <laughs> Yeah, and you got a nice piece of tape on your <laughs> on your nose, uh, just a, a kind of a feeling of the view that you're you've got from sitting in your yard, overlooking Singa. It's just it's pretty sweet. So you know, there's the mic, there's the recording apparatus, there's a ship full of IPA, yeah, and then. There's you, yeah, and there's I. So, vacay every day. What do you say? I think it's badge class. <laughs> of course, it's badge class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're going back to your this place being your kind of your getaway. It's a like seeing out here. This island is kind of for. Is it mainly holiday people, or, or like summer houses, and or is it? There's quite a few people who live here permanently too. Yeah, it is. I don't know the numbers, but it's quite a few. Mm-hmm. We even have the the store Tempo. Right. So you can buy food and ice cream. It's it's like self. You don't need to leave the island if you don't, because we have sustainable logit. You can just. Go to the system login webpage and order it, and they will deliver it to the the local store. So that's kind of like system login for all you people out there who don't oh. know. That's the liquor store. Yeah. So a government-owned liquor store uh, here in Sweden. Yeah. The only place you can buy it. It's the only place you can buy it. Basically, alcohol or like beer, for instance. <clears throat> Excuse me, beer, for instance. That's. Uh, I think it's over like, three and a half percent. Yeah. Something like that. You can buy up to like a, a medium, medium beer, melanol, <laughs> drive driver's beer. It's <laughs> yeah. up to three and a half percent in the regular stores, but you can't buy any hard alcohol. You can't buy anything like that. So, mm. but now you can order it online. I've never, I hadn't uh, actually known that before. So you can order it online and have it delivered to the store. Yeah, they are they are like certificate certificated stores. Mm-hmm. They can have that. Uh, certified stores. Yeah, certified. Yeah, yeah. right. Hmm. Anyway. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So it's like these days, my my wife is studying, mm-hmm. so she have like a summer vacation or summer spring break. Yeah. So I think that she moved out here in June, in the beginning of June when the schools stopped. And she's been home like two times or something. Right. She really does move out here. Yeah, she does. And this is like from home for you guys. I think you said it's like 50 minutes. Yeah, 50 minutes from home. So it's kind of, it's close. Mm-hmm. But it's too far away to just go home because it's, if you don't have like an errand or really want to go home. Yep. But I mean, home is in Hotelli town and that's that means no water hotter inside 
and now the wind comes. Yeah. It's so close to the water, so the the wind is actually freezing up sometimes. This is rad because it's normally we you know we ha we've always got critics, which is good, and our biggest critic is Andy Gordon, mm -hmm. uh, which is he's our biggest critic for all the right reasons because he listens to this religiously and he's he gives us a lot of good feedback and a lot of you know, stuff when he says stop tapping the table <laughs> oh did i do that now <laughs> uh no but that's i don't remember who who we have on the show that time was that wilbur or somebody who kept tapping the table oh yeah and he was like making me freaking crazy man i'm trying to listen to it i got the radio turned up and all i can hear is this And it's so hard to stop doing that. Yeah, you know what? Andy, this one's for you. The VK song. Can the VK song. Do you have the text inside you? VK. Every day. <laughs> VK. <laughs> Every day. Jack Holder. We're still waiting for your song. Jack Holder. I gave up on him a long time ago. <laughs> he might as well stick to his day job. He'll, he'll never make it as a songwriter. He claims his brother can play the guitar, but I'm not sure about that. <laughs> so, you know, I think King Carl can probably do a better intro for us than Jack Holder. I'm sure. Just to remind everybody, he should have been a girl, right, Jack Holder? Yeah, he should have been a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so we'll see if Jack ever comes back. <laughs> Get back, Jack, please. Hmm. So we're on vacay. This is a just kind of a, an off week. Yeah, five days off for me. You're on like are you're on official vacation right now, right? From work. Yeah, I have. I'm I having like two weeks. I hope. Mm -hmm. But I don't need to go back to to the office. So that's good. That's really good. Hang on, here comes the wind. Ready? One, two, three. Ready. It was okay. impressive. I wonder if you guys can feel that. It's like a warm wind too. I feel like we're almost in the Sahara. It's, I, I think it was 32 degrees outside at most today. Mm -hmm. And in the water, what could it be? 22, 24? Probably right here, close to you guys there. It feels like it's about 24. And then you swim out just a little bit where it starts to get a little bit deeper and the more dark blue water there, maybe it drops down a few degrees. Yeah, it does, yeah. But it's... Celsius. Yeah, Celsius, of course. Yeah. It's so gorgeous, and it's just, you know, you can you can easily come here and do nothing <laughs> and feel really good about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As we're doing. So much, Dave. <laughs> Taken a bath three times and went up to the store and took an ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we walked up there and grabbed an ice cream for everybody and then yeah. cruised our way back and stopped by and talked to Ingrid, who's a... Uh, the local resident here who who uh, knows and has a little bit to do with Singa. Yeah. Very cool lady. Yeah, she is. Including your mother-in-law. She's pretty cool, too. Oh, yeah. So, you, uh, I think she, I think you dropped lucky, but she dropped pretty lucky, too. Yeah, she that's what I used to say. She could have had worse. <laughs> she could have had a lot of worse. <laughs> or, that's what we're saying, anyway. Yeah, that's right. I mean, <laughs> she, she probably won't listen to this anyway, right? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that we've been like nine, ten, eleven, fifteen, twenty people here the last couple of days, and 
So we had a busy days, but lazy days. Yeah. It's really fun to be lazy sometimes. It is. Oh, man, it's great. Nothing you have to do and nothing you... There's a lot of things you need but or want to do. Can you hear the beat? Oh, that was awesome. The beat just went right <laughs> up to the mic. You don't have the earphones in. I do, so I can't oh, hear yeah, it all. It's so cool. <laughs> it's real nature out here, you know? Real yeah. nature. The um, We even considered taking a vacay from the podcast just to have a week off, but no way. No way. I mean, after last week, we did 40 episodes in a row. How in the heck can you actually... Uh, give up like just throw a week off in between there it just it wouldn't work you know it wouldn't i don't know how and it's kind of nice to to do this yeah i like it i think it's really nice well you know even this week we didn't you know a lot of people are on vacation and there's a lot of a lot of writers and different people we want to hook up with and and get interviews with you know but this week was our week to be off and we could easily go and and uh, hook something up, but in one way, we're vacay, so we're just kind of sharing our vacay moment with you guys. You probably don't care. Probably not. And that's okay, because <laughs> we're on vacation. Yeah. And, I mean, how many days? When you When is the next race? Uh, for me, the next race will be this weekend. Oh, yeah, this weekend, yeah. In Poland on on Saturday, mm-hmm. all goes uh, you know if I if if all goes well and I can finish my vacation on time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not but, about that. No, but the the main thing is hopefully all of you are having a vacay at some point, and uh, you know, pour yourself a glass of something nice that whatever you like, whether it be a nice glass of water, sparkling wine, sparkling whatever beer, or just a great cup of coffee pour it live it up put your feet up (laughs) forget about life for a few minutes and get a great view like this because yeah i've been a posting fool and sending pictures to my family and my dad you know he's he's uh, he lives up in the mountains in california up in the san bernardino mountains place called crestline and it's uh there's so much forest and the smell of the forest and the pine trees and everything around when I walk through here, I notice, I smell this more and more when I walk through here with you guys. It, it gives me such a flashback of being a kid up in the mountains before he even lived up there. We had friends who lived up in the mountains, and we used to go visit them and stay there during the summer. Oh, you did? They, yeah, they had a house in Crestline, and they also had, the family had a summer house in Palm Springs. Really, they had a really, the grandparents or something had a, a really nice place with a big pool, and, you know, Palm Springs is in the desert, so... It's smoking, smoking, smoking hot out there in the summer. And when we were off school, we were looking for things to do, and parents were working, so we would go up to Crestline, spend a, spend a few days up there, and then go with them down to their, their place in, in Palm Springs. And you pretty much went from the air-conditioned house to the pool, and then if you were outside, you weren't outside for long because that dead, dry heat, you know, 100-plus degrees and it takes the energy out of you, you know? Yeah, I can see that. You go to a shopping mall or something where it was air-conditioned and be inside, and you walk outside, and it feels like somebody just hit you with a with a heat... Oh, <laughs> a heat bat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get this. The only thing I can... 
can see how that works. It's like when you go into a vacation in like Spain, winter time in Sweden, and you land with the with the airplane, and they open the door and you go out, and it's and you feel the, heat, <laughs> the wall that hates you. Yeah, and you think, oh my gosh, what did I just walk <laughs> myself into? Good, <laughs> but to what? Yeah, <laughs> you're coming from like minus 15, 20 oh. degrees, and it's 20 plus degrees. It's like 40 degrees different. That takes, it must take like a couple of days to get acclimated, right? I don't th- no, I don't think so. No, you get right into it? Yeah, it's not like that. I think it's harder with the time oh, frame sure. that you have when you fly to California. We get, we get a similar thing going in California too when you leave here, even in the summertime in, in Sweden, for instance. It, it can be a, an average summer day here. It's, between sort of 20 and 25 maybe yeah celsius so and then you go to land in la and it might be 30 to 35 and that still feels like a wall you know because it's a different kind of heat yeah but the time difference is awesome because you get there and you're you're super tired early in the night so you go to sleep usually pretty early but you wake up at the crack of dawn before the roosters so you get up when it's not the sun hasn't really come up yet very high oh. so you just and you're full of energy you go outside and you you're you just want to do everything you can you want to call all your friends you want to do everything <laughs> and you're like shoot it's only 5 a.m <laughs> oh shit <laughs> maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't call my friends right now <laughs> might not be friends for long <laughs> <laughs> and that happens you know you're the time difference of nine hours between this part of europe and la for instance is it, it's a it's a big difference yeah big difference and i love it when i go home because you just you wake up and you're just like i want to do something i want to get my bicycle i want to go run i want to go to the beach i want to go i, I just want to go do stuff <laughs> and then it's 5 a.m it's 5 a.m <laughs> you're like i remember when i was you know younger too you you get up and you're like you just want to call all your buddies and you're like yeah maybe they're not up yet <laughs> and it's like six and now they're still not up and then it's seven you're thinking They'd be pissed if I call them now, yeah. <laughs> that was probably before SMS, you yeah. know, <laughs> before we had the mobile phones really kicking. Well, they started, but... You sat on the on the uh, stairways outside the house, reading the morning paper and waiting for them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was probably not reading the morning paper. I was probably reading the Speedway Star or, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Eating a donut. Mm. Real American breakfast of champions, you know. <laughs> Riding my skateboard or something, I don't know something cool <laughs> yeah if i would have read the paper i might have learned something a little bit more that would have been a really clever thing you think so or you just get more of these bad news people getting killed you can't get away from that in southern california yeah. you turn the news on and that's all you get when you first get home you just we laugh about that every year and we get back to california and you go you flip the news on the tv and it's like somebody shot somebody killed a murder a, a high speed uh, uh high speed chase on the freeway or you know yeah i think you we, we were pointing that out to you when you guys came over too it's like you just go my gosh so this is they pick out so many things and then you think how many shootings and high speed chases are there actually going on that we don't even hear about right exactly so they obviously didn't have anything to report that morning so let's report about this shooting and this high-speed chase and the high-speed chase is kind of 
different thing because I mean shooting that should that's huge in Sweden of course. When something like that happens, it happens more now than it did before, or mm. they uh, report more about. It. I don't know, but it feels like it's a lot now. But it wasn't when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And high speeding, I don't think that I've ever seen anybody high speeding on TV that you follow with a helicopter and the police and you get the close-ups and Oops. never seen that. Maybe if it has been like a burglar, a big burglary or you know following the, the bad guys like that but not for high speeding high speed chase like that yeah oh we're bumping we're doing a lot of bumping here that was me sorry no that's okay no actually i can feel something else is rattling too is it the microphone oh, ah there it is oh hang on i'm just gonna move the microphone hang on people Whoop. back in business now we're good. good. Now we're good. We're good. <laughs> Andy, one more for you. Oh. High speed chases. Going back to that. Sometimes Jenny's like, Greg, you got to turn this off. Oh. Because I get into it. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to something crazy is going to happen. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see something, whatever. But you're so intrigued. Like, this guy's going really fast on the freeway suddenly he jumps off the freeway and he's on local streets he's ripping through housing tracks and you're just like you don't want anything crazy to happen but you're so curious like what's this guy gonna do how crazy is he and the amount of like near collisions near misses near you just go my oh the guy's gonna get in so much trouble when he gets caught and they actually think they're gonna get away right yeah can't get away from anything anymore why why do they have high-speed chases what do these guys really they really think but they're usually high they're, or they're drunk or they're oh. severely. That's yeah. the most common thing that they... Most of the time, there's something, there's a reason why, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's a mental illness or, there's, a, uh, or there's, there's drugs or alcohol involved, and sadly. But, so that's, but still, when you see the way these guys drive and what they do, the, the amount of times that they're doing things, that they're squeezing through gaps that are, you know, if it, uh, as Lasse Larson always tells me, if 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 the gap is is three centimeters and the puck is two point nine, there's room. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you can always <laughs> get there. You can get in there. It's uh, and they make it, and they don't touch sometimes, and unreal. And they have like alcohol or drugs in any kind, and still make it. Still function. That's strange. Really strange. Scary. And then you talk to them, and they didn't understand you. Yeah. Or you don't understand them. They didn't do it. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? But that, that's a strange thing, because I just... There is something on, on Netflix called... I don't remember their name now, but you, you, they follow uh, in a prison. So you can see an actual, actual prison or prisoners. And they talk to them and what happens and I don't know why you look at that. But you get stuck in it and it's real life, you know. Sure. That's how it looks. But you will never get there, hopefully. That's not what you struggle for in a way. And how people can get there, get out, doing shit again to get back. I don't see that. You, you should learn your lesson when you're being there once. Do you get that when you watch it and you think, gosh, if that was me, if I did that, 
yeah. how would I be if I was in there? And you start to think about it, and you're thinking, like, oh, I'm never going to be in there. And then you're like, gosh, what if a conspiracy theory ever happened? And suddenly you got framed for something you never did. Because exactly. there's movies about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think anybody could frame anybody. And it's your word against theirs. Exactly. And you're like, you're 100% <laughs> innocent. Yet some guy said, no, he did it. I saw him do it. And you're guilty just... Exactly, yeah. You're guilty until proven innocent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And it's all... So being in jail, like you said, then these guys, there must be something about jail. It's like it's a, it's an easy place for them, really. In one way, maybe it's easy. You get food, you get, even if it's not fancy at all, or you get a place to live. But in another way, I mean, you always have to worry or watch yourself because somebody is out for the kind of things that you have they want more food and to get your food or you did something to someone that is related or a friend to someone and they want to kill you or they want to have you you know yeah it just feels like it's too complicated not to get out there get an education or a job or whatever just change my life maybe it's not that easy but I see that too I mean there's a people that still want you or yeah whatever when it came out but do whatever you can to just change that yeah yeah for sure for for two guys like us who you know jail is never an option for us yeah. you know so no matter what it would just anything is going to be an accident and knock on wood for Andy <laughs> <laughs> um no accident to that point ever happens where there's you know you're in a trial or something you never i would that would freak me out you know totally yeah and then these guys they go in they come out and they go and do something crazy ass again and a lot of them have kids yeah and some of them actually or they say at least that they're missing them or they are freaking mad at the mother because they don't want them to see the kids or whatever Mm -hmm still up to them i mean you have to change your life to fix that yeah it's not the kid's fault or what happened between the parents i don't know but the kid has doesn't definitely nothing to do with that everybody's gets a you like to think everybody gets a fair chance from day one but like parents it always comes back to the upbringing right yeah at some point and if you can't fix your life and things like that you probably shouldn't see the kids until you fixed your life and then ca- they can get a parent that is more present or mm. more involved even more involved yeah even if you don't live together or whatever that happens that you can get in contact or get the trust from the kid again that you should earn it i mean mm. yeah it's it's difficult, but it's getting deep now. It's, <laughs> we are okay. get, it gets really deep. And I think, like, when we talk about prisons, mm. we haven't had my dad on the podcast yet, but someday we will. Yeah. And he worked in a prison. He did. So he worked there for, let me think, the better part of 89. I think he started working there late 880s. And he, he actually, he had his own businesses his own business and then he ended up working for other people for many years 
he was a custom painter. That's his background is automotive paint and body. Mm-hmm. And then worked as a sales rep for one of the big paint manufacturers, BASF RM Paints. And then he, then he went back into the paint business and then went back to school and got his teaching credentials because he wanted to teach in the high schools. Oh. So uh, he ended up getting a really good job offer to work for the San Bernardino County of Schools and went into uh, what they called a correctional institute, correctional center, which was basically was prison. So it was, um, uh, you had like low security and high security areas. Mm -hmm. He worked in the low security, which was more for people that got in trouble for too many speeding tickets, didn't pay their tickets, drunk driving, you know, some drug this or or, uh, some domestic violence or something like that that perhaps turned out to be not as bad as other things was and all ages too yeah uh from 18 i believe I, he uh, he can answer that better but it would have been adults he did i don't think he worked with kids because kids would always be in a different oh, type right. of an institution but um his area there was basically well if you have to spend maybe a month in jail three months six months a year two years three years i don't know if three years was ever a real option unless some guys ended up out back in oh yeah they he, they became reoccurring students <laughs> so at the same load <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. so what he did is he offered as they do in many different cases uh basically uh, an education of learning how to fix cars oh. repair cars paint and body while you're in jail so for so many hours a day you came to his uh his part of the institution there and he taught you how to fix cars automotive cool. body and paint and many people he became quite good friends with, although, you know, you're supposed to keep your distance from, from them to a certain extent. But many of them, if they, if they were there for months at a time and they, they did well, they would get a diploma of some sort. So when they left the prison, they had basically a piece of paper that explained that they passed a course in learning how to repair, you know, dents in a car or scratches or paint or custom or design. And they could go away, and many of them did, went and got jobs and stayed in contact with him and came back and thanked him years later. Some of them became, like, body shop managers, and and really, it's cool. It's fun to hear those stories. Yeah. Some just kept coming back, you know? (laughs) uh, But, I mean, some of them from the Speedway world, sadly, you know, there's, there's people out there and even people that we grew up with that, became students of his sadly you know and he'd say you remember so and so yeah he was in my class for uh, the last couple of months and you're like oh oh man what a bummer yeah but the flip side is that people make mistakes and they get a second chance and he helps them you know my dad's got the biggest heart ever he's like the most patient the most special dude ever you know <laughs> and that takes a lot to make him mad you, you know i've seen him mad but maybe only twice in my life and it takes a lot to, to piss dad off. So he's the perfect guy for that, you know, yeah. and he's really good at teaching. He's really good at showing. He's got a special, he's got special tools, you know, and that's, that's not just the tools of the trade. It's the tools of life. <laughs> and uh, Make it interesting. Makes it very interesting. Yeah. So on our subject here about, whoops, whoops, about these people, the things they do, you know, he would tell me stories about some of the people that came in there, what they were in there for. And then he told me about, you know, he, he did various uh, trips into the maximum security oh. and would tell you stories about that and and he 
it's it's pretty freaky when you walk in there when they close those doors behind you you know it's for real yeah and then you see some of the people in there you just it's not a place you want to be you know like you just said you know maybe that's home for a lot of guys but you got to be one tough cookie yeah i mean i don't want to be there I'm okay. I'm okay right here on a vacay and, and nobody <laughs> exactly. And nobody should want to be there, but I mean, it's actually something that freaks me out totally. I don't want to do stuff that. Yeah. Or, I mean, you have to do something to another guy or another girl or dude. That's is not nice, or you know what I mean. Like a robbery, even if you're just out for the money, uh-huh. it's probably somebody that hurts or gets afraid or maybe doesn't come back to work because it's afraid, even though you never had the intention to hurt that body. Yeah. Uh, it was it was uninten- unintentional. Yeah. Sure. So, can you imagine being in there? So, I mean, do those guys, when they're in there, do they ever think about a vacation? Sure. No, they, they. I think that maybe the solution for that is to is to rob somebody or to get the money or a expensive vacation in Cuba or I don't. Know. Right, long extended yeah. vacation in yeah. somewhere, <laughs> some special retreat. I like the vacation. I, you know, you need vacation, and when the vacation is coming, you probably when you have three days more. It's like now I really, really want it. I need it now because I can't get up another day. But after four or five weeks or three weeks or whatever, you love the vacation, but then you're shit. I have a good job, man. I I like my job too, and I like the guys that are that I work with. And you want to get back, but you need a vacation, and you need to have the free time or that 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 right there says it all because you want to be like you said you you work hard and sometimes you think i like you yeah you told me this recently too about your vacations and the last few days i just thought suddenly i need this vacation Hmm. really really bad but then once you get going like you put everything down you think i'm on vacation now i don't need to do that but it's really hard to shut especially you know even in the business you're in Hmm. The clientele you have, this network of people that in this, it feels like in this day and age, as we mentioned before too about the Swedish industrial holidays and things like that. Yeah. In this day and age, it's, it still seems really, really strange that people will take a, a six week vacation or maybe industrial vacation will shut down. Yeah. It, I don't know if people really, really do completely shut down. I think the phones. The computers and everything is still the clock is still ticking constantly. In but some way it does. But I think also you you feel worse if if you just shut it down because then you know that when you're back, your computer is full full of <laughs> oh man you know things you could have done or didn't take. Uh, I mean, you just need to maybe overwork, you know. Yeah. And then you into the stress mode a lot quicker than if you just did this small thing or answered that call. Yeah. 
but then if you again like you said you you if you you take the holiday and suddenly you realize like that job's pretty cool mm -hmm. could be a lot worse right exactly yeah it's and i i mean i've you know fortunately i've been in and out of your office numerous times and i feel like even though i don't know your guys in there i feel the environment that you walk into in there as we we had we talked about this too it's just you feel cozy you feel like relaxed you come in there and everybody's hard at work but everyone stops gives you a wave and says hello and everyone always seems to have a happy face yeah i think so you know, too yeah. may, maybe you know they can be hard in the thought and doing what they're doing but it doesn't they all feels like most of them you you deal with them more mm. obviously <laughs> but most of them are quick to take their earphones off when they're involved in a project stop everything stand up smile shake your hand and it doesn't feel totally rehearsed it feels like they actually stop to say hi and then no worries and back into their work and everything seems cool yeah and i, I think that's that's something we we're of course lucky we have really really good guys i love each one of them actually i they are so good and i think that's one of the things that it's important that all that you work with should be better than you are and should understand that actually that's not me or the bosses that owns the, the thing that pays the salary it's the customer that came into that door and needs to feel welcome and you know yeah it's them who pays the the salary in the end and yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty true so, it's quite simple <laughs> so that they, yeah that way it sounds very simple but for a lot of people out there you know the the regular employee they not a lot of them probably see that or get that no i think that one of the things that we are so small we're not that big company i mean sure so everybody feels i hope yeah as important as they are i mean yeah we need every one of them and and the extra things that they do or think about or say or the thought that I had that could make things better. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I did I do this every day, but I just made a little program last night because I I came up with something that make these things. So it takes me like two minutes less every time I do this, and I do it ten day times a day. And all of the guys do it because we do this when we report time or whatever it is. Uh huh. Oh, this is a and real they thing. They put like an hour to fix that thing. They just came up with it, and I didn't see the uh, the problem from the beginning because I didn't do the same thing as they are. Uh -huh. But they just fix it. And that's the small things that is important in life, you know. They go a long way. Yeah, for sure. That's my wife's dog barking over there. Your wife would come back. I think he hears him. Probably is, right? Yeah. They're on the way back. Buddy! <laughs> or my, my mother-in-law does. Oh, there. right. Here's something good. <laughs> Wait, well, you're, I mean, your job place, anyway. Those guys, they love coming to work because they, they, as soon as they walk up the stairs, you know, there's a bottle of whiskey sitting on the side. <laughs> so they know at some point during the day, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could. They could if they wanted to. I don't think that they ever had. Probably not, but no. it's just the feeling there. It's probably like a, for you, you, you put that there as a test, so they look at there and they're like, he's testing us. 
Yeah. <laughs> you and your you and Floss, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is a test, right? This is a test, yeah. 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 But I, I like this. Know. I like the statement you said about having people that know more than you or something that work in there. And I remember Troy Lee telling me that years he ago. Did. Yeah, he said the same. He says, you know, I'm not the smartest guy. I've got some creativity and I got my ideas and what I want to do, but I, I try to hire people that are smarter than me, and that's not very hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the way he, come, he made that comment to me one time, and I, we were laughing, giggling about it. But then when he, when he goes into meetings and he brings his group of people with him, I've been obviously on the business side of things with him too, and you can see the people that are around them, and they're, they're all specialized in their own area, but collectively together, you know, they, they come up with a decision. And Troy's the guy, he's the crazy guy, because he comes in, and he, these guys are all, they've got the reality, right? And then Troy's got the, <laughs> the things that comes in, and they all go, oh, no. <laughs> and he's got the creativity, and he's got the ambition, he's got, like, and they're like, no, we can't do that. And he goes, why? Exactly, yeah, why? <laughs> why can't we do that? <laughs> Yeah, but if we do like this, and we do like that, we do that, and they're like, well, that'll make it really hard. He goes, so we can do it, right? <laughs> you know, I just kind of, you know, we're th- I'm throwing it out there now, yeah. but I love the guy for that. Mm-hmm. And um, that part of it, you know, then you realize what we do, and especially what I do. You know, I'm a motorcycle racer, and and, and, uh, and fortunate and lucky and, and motivated to try many, many different things. And some things have worked out good, and some things have have, uh, I hate to use the word failed, but they haven't gone as good as they could have went. It could have been a lot better. But y- you learn, you know, you learn all the time. And and uh, it's been really, really fun. It's been entertaining. And definitely it's, if we go back to the, if we go back to the newspaper oh, yeah. comment you said earlier, <laughs> one of my greatest friends uh, to, to the day, Andy Johnson, mm-hmm. Even at one point, uh, quite a few years back, signed me up for a subscription to the Financial Times. You did? <laughs> yeah, this is quite a while. That's a long time ago. He was still a student, and he had some special student discount. And he just said, uh, he, he signed me up to that and just said, I think you should start reading the paper. <laughs> Super funny. <laughs> and so he funny. meant it all good. Yeah. You know, all right there. And just some of the comments, because whenever I have something or any ideas or something like that, I, and I was unsure, I don't know how to do it. It felt quite often I would go, Andy, I write him an email or send him a text message or call him like, dude, how do I do that? Oh, what do you think? If you had to do like this, whatever, what would you do? <laughs> and it was just, you know, yeah. he's our book of knowledge. He's like, he, the guy's crazy smart. He is? Yeah, he's crazy smart. He probably wouldn't uh, agree on some things. I think he would agree that he's crazy smart. Yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty he clever. <laughs> yeah, he should. But he's been the best friend ever, you know, and... And I still call him to the day, so we, uh, he's our Google many a times. That is perfect. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh. I mean, does he go on vacation? Or is it, the brain is still, it's just on overload all the time? If he's that smart? You know, he, I don't know. He, he used to take vacations, but his vacations would be coming to, like, Sweden. They're coming to Europe to watch Speedway. And uh, he loves the sport. Most of the times, that's what he would do. He would come to Europe, and he would spend a week or two weeks, and he would go around, and he would... He came... It was, like, ridiculously every year he would come over. Ridiculously cool. I mean, not bad. He would come to Europe, and he would almost come and see us at least once a year. And crazy. So cool. And 
he's a guy who who uh ended up getting like getting married later in life and uh never had any kids or anything like that but has been heavily involved in so many things very very much devoted to his job his workplace and and uh is is married these days uh, to a really nice girl Carolyn and together the two of them have it feels more recently that uh, in the last couple of years, they've really started to take advantage of life. You know, they they they, they take vacations, and Andy's a guy who hates hot weather. He you know, does. <laughs> he comes from Southern California, but as he loves the cold weather, he used to show up in Sweden to visit us late in the year, and there might be snow on the ground. He'd get off the plane with a backpack, shorts, like like slip-in sandals, and a t-shirt, and walk out in the snow and like. Oh shit. Get in the car, and our neighbors would go, "Oh, is that your friend from California?" <laughs> you know, and but now he goes to Hawaii, he goes to Mexico, he's took up surfing again. Now he he was into cycling for quite a long. He's still into cycling, but now he's become quite the surfer. Again, he surfed a lot as a kid, and it's just really fun. I don't know how we got off track on this, but Andy's Andy's he's great, and he's he's a special dude, and. um you know, he's a workaholic, and oh. vacation is something that he says like his newfound thing, and uh, he tries to do as much of it as he can. But uh, deep down, you know, they 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 try to share it between him and him and his wife, and and do different things. It's, it's pretty funny. Oh, I can see that. Shit. But one more thing, they were involved in that Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, they were. Yeah. So they were very very close to where the blast happened and they were standing some some feet behind you know the, obviously the people that were in front of them one of them which was his former boss basically involved in the company was in front of them and he took a big blunt uh, John Odom was his name was the father of Donnie Odom and uh, was very very in very very bad shape for a long time but as um you know he's he's recovered fairly fairly well and and you know he's with us today you know and but that that shook Andy up a lot oh, and um, Andy and Carolyn and and all the family you know but he um, I think that changed his life in many many ways he realized that you know you never know what's around the corner right no that's true so he's really making the most of vacation oh shit as we are too <laughs> <laughs> now my mother-in-law comes yeah. I just want to say goodbye. I heard that you should leave. Yes, I will be leaving very soon. Can but I give you a hug then? Of course you can. <laughs> it, was, it was very, very good to see you. And Thanks get, for the hospitality. Take care. Yeah. Come near. Hello, hello. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're just saying goodbye to Stefan's mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> who's been taking yes. uh, yeah. very good care of us all and uh, provided such a great place. Yeah. And we're going to, to get the pizza, all of us now, I think. Yeah, that was kind of the cue, right? Yeah, that was kind of the car that is, are going now. Yeah, should we have to shut this thing down, huh? Probably, yeah. <laughs> we have vacation, so we have time to fix that. Yeah, that's right, for yeah. sure. So everybody's back, and uh, we're going to continue to vacay every day. Yeah. And try to, to record a new one next week. Yep. I have friends over for from... South of Sweden, then. You do? Next yeah. week? Next week. Uh, from Hullviken. Hullviken. Oh, from down with the... Halangården? Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> the raspberry. The, the raspberry garden. Raspberry, yeah. Down in the south of Sweden. <laughs> and rumor, not rumor, it's true, but you mentioned this earlier that might become a mission of ours that a mission. Mission. Missionek. Missionek, yeah. Anders Missionek, Swedish speedway legend, mm-hmm. icon. He lives out here in Singa. He does. And uh, everybody knows he's kind of a quiet guy. Not not the most, uh, what do you say, flamboyant face in the crowd. He was the kind of guy who would always be in the background. But a very interesting dude. I've had the, the uh, fortunate ability to meet him a few times over the years. And you said, what about a podcast with Anders Mishnick? We should try to do that. We should try to do that. I wonder if it could be uh, done. We can ask my mother-in-law later. Yeah. I think, I don't know if they know each other, but they know about each other probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small island. That's <laughs> right. So, anyway, you never know. Just hold that thought. Yeah. We might get in touch with Anders. We might not. But, uh, everybody? See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> Have a great vacation. Vacation. Or staycation. Staycation or, <laughs> or whatever the heck you do. And, uh, just remember, pour a glass of something nice. And, uh, cheers. Cheers. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah.